Today, I'd like to share with you a quote from St. Philodat of Moscow. And this is a quote from him on humility. He said, Humility is the salt of virtue. As salt gives flavor to food, so humility gives perfection to virtue. Without salt, food goes bad easily. Without humility, virtue is easily spoiled by pride, vainglory, impatience, and it perishes. An ongoing theme in the writings of the Eastern Orthodox Church Fathers from the earliest centuries of Christianity is that the beginning of our entire spiritual life, the beginning of our inner healing, is humility. This is clearly a teaching of Christ himself. When you look at the Beatitudes, the very first Beatitude is, Blessed are the poor in spirit. The poor in spirit are ones who acknowledge their spiritual poverty. Like the prodigal son, they recognize how they've wasted the spiritual bounty that God has given us by making us in his image. And you can only realize that if you embrace a spirit of humility. And the quote from St. Philaret reminds us of the parable of the publican and the Pharisee, where you have the Pharisee doing all the right things, but doing them for the wrong reasons. It's only by beginning with humility that we engage in the Christian life in an authentic way because it is possible to do the right things for the wrong reasons. Only when we embrace a spirit of humility do we engage in the Christian life for the right reasons. That's why everything has to begin by recognizing that we are poor in spirit. When our Christian life is shaped by humility, when that becomes the, the rudder that steers us, we pray, we fast, we engage in acts of mercy, not for some sense of accomplishment, and not to virtue signal to other people, but as acts of service and love to Christ by loving and serving our neighbor. Humility is what directs the Christian life. It's what upholds the Christian life. It's what makes the Christian life everything that it can possibly be to open us up to the fullness, to that life in abundance that Jesus in the Gospels says that he has come to offer us. Humility is not looking down on ourselves. It's not hating ourselves. It's not a toxic self-loathing. Humility is having a clear vision of our place in the greater scheme of things. Pride always wants to put us at the top of the pile and the front of the line, even before God himself. In the Gospels, when Jesus tells his apostles, that he is going to go to Jerusalem to be crucified and to die. Peter says, no, this is not how it's supposed to be. This just can't be what's going on. And Jesus immediately replies, get behind me, Satan. Now, why does he say get behind me? Well, the church fathers say, because at that point, Peter put himself ahead of Christ, assuming to be Jesus' teacher, telling Jesus the way things should be. That's what we do in our pride. We get ahead of God, and even our prayers become trying to convince God to do what we think he should do. So often our struggles with God are because he does not meet our expectations of him. But God's job is not to meet our expectations of him. Our job is to follow God's will. Humility puts our lives in a proper perspective, and one of the most important things that we can see in our humility is how broken we really are, how deeply we've immersed in toxic patterns, and how we cannot get out of this ourselves. With humility, we look to Christ, the true physician and the true healer. And it's not just something we say once and we're done, but our entire Christian life 
is about embracing humility, always putting Christ ahead of us, always being ready to serve, always being ready to reach out in selfless love. All of these things, the engine that drives them is humility.